Glad you're here this morning. Go ahead and take your songbooks and turn to page 379. 379, we have an anchor, a good old familiar song to us. We'll sing the first and the third verse. Go ahead and stand with me when you find it. 379, sing it out nice and loud. Will your anchor hold in the storms of life when the clouds unfold their wings of strife? When the strong tides lift and the cables strain, will your anchor drift or firm remain? We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fasten to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love on the third. When our eyes behold through the gathering night, the city of gold, our harbor bright, we shall anchor fast by the heavenly shore with the storms all past forevermore. We have an anchor that keeps our soul steadfast and sure while the Savior's love. Amen. You can be seated. And um, we're, we're starting a little sooner this morning. We usually start by 1010. I wanted to get, get going right away this morning. Uh, pastor Sanjay Dewey uh, is not Nitten's pastor necessarily, but you're from the same hometown, and he knows Nitten's parents very well. And then, um, oh, I, Suresh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, is Neha's pastor, right? Was he your, actually your pastor or just in your hometown? hometown. Same, same way, so yeah. Um, but they are, um, they're working together with um, an organization that they started called Rays of Hope. ROHI is what they call it, R-O-H-I, Rays of Hope International. And are doing a tremendous work with that. Uh, of course, both of them are pastors as well. Um, but what I've asked him to do this morning is, um, he's got two, two PowerPoint presentations. One is, is about India, it's pretty short. And just, just to, you know, if you want to find out about India, you can always go online and look that stuff up. So uh, I've, I, I asked him to spend most of the time talking, and we spent probably two or three hours with him yesterday just uh, talking about some of the things that they're doing. It's exciting to see what they're doing and what, they're, what, what the Lord is accomplishing through them and through their churches and through that ministry. And um, so I've asked him to spend the majority of the time talking about that. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's just amazing to me. You know, we get so... Um, uh, tunnel vision, I guess. I, it's not the word I'm thinking necessarily, but, you know, we sometimes we think that, you know, there's only Christians in America, you know, uh, and that and God can only use Americans and that God can only use an American missionary to go over to these other countries and start these ministries. But God uses God uses the people in the countries that he's that he's raised them up in just as much. In fact, probably more then he's able to use, you know, people who are here or people who are able to go to other countries and do those things. And so um, it's, it's exciting to see what God's doing there in India through these men and through others that are working with them. And so, uh, Brother Sanjay, if you'd come on up here. And uh, did, did you get the, uh, the little clicker thing? Yeah. Okay. All right, good. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, before starting, I would like to pray. Yeah. Shall we close our eyes, bow our, our heads? Thank you, Father, for the wonderful morning you have given us. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us last night, given, giving us this new day. Your word says, every morning your mercies becomes new. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, this morning we receive your new mercy for each one of us. Thank you, Lord, for bringing, a here, bringing us here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all your mercies, your grace, and your love. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we submit our lives into your hand. Holy Spirit, you lead us, guide us. Lord Jesus, let your name be glorified. 
in the name of Jesus we pray amen amen praise the lord yeah this is india and i am sanjay dibe i'm pastoring a church in india uh, since more than 25 years so i would like to share you about india this is a india map uh, india has a 29 states recently government has announced two more states uh, jammu kashmir and ladakh uh, then seven union territories 731 districts 6000 block towns then 638588 villages are there in india there are more villages how many of you know this person he is the prime minister of india narendra modi he is from the party that they wants to make india hindu nation he is the second powerful man in india his name is amit shah he is the home minister all the police force all the armies air force navy everything come under him rss you can just google what is rss and you will find what is rss before the uh, independence of india uh, 1925 they started working on that and they want india to become hindu nation so they are give they are the nationalist group mohan bhagwat is the chief of rss this is the this is the old figure the present figure is 1.4 billion india population three times three to four times bigger than us population and the us geography is four times bigger than india <laughs> these are the amazing facts 73450 babies born every day in india age groups uh, below 25 is 50% means we can call india a young india <laughs> uh, below 35 65% and urban population is 40% uh, previously it was uh, 70 more than 70 70% but now uh, people are migrating to uh, cities for job work so in ur- urban population is 40% rural population is 60% these are the major cities new delhi mumbai bombay previously then kolkata chennai bangalore hyderabad this is one of the crowd uh, uh, christian meeting this is the crowd revelation 5 9 and 7 9 says every tribe tongue people and nation will worship the king so <coughs> hindi is a national language uh, total 3372 languages out of which 216 are spoken by 10000 people since there are many languages in india then 1652 mother tongues or dialects 246 bible portions are available in india then total people groups found in india 4635 and unreached and un- unengaged people group are 310 out of which uh, one i am targeting and i am praying for one of the people group hindus 80% christians 2% uh, now a christian percentage is increased little uh, muslims 11% more than pakistan india has muslim people muslim population buddhist 6% challenges in india caste discrimination how ma- how many of you na- know that in india has a caste system yeah so still it is uh, very bad in india then terrorism india pakistan always uh, had terrorism problem anti christian activities from hindu uh, nationalist then farmer suicide have you heard that farmers committing suicide in india in a big number farmer commit suicides because of the bad weather sometimes they what they sow the 
crop does not comes when crop comes government does not give them a proper uh, price for their crops so because of that they could not pay the loans on time and so they for a small amount they hang themselves this is a very bad thing we need to pray about this illiteracy is there child labor is there because of poverty then women violence rape dowry you know dowry have you heard about dowry when girl gets married so girl parents need to give money to boy in a big amount so that is the thing then child marriage labor and then organized intolerance mob lynching how many of you heard about mob lynching they are killing uh, and they say cow is the god for hindu people and they say you are uh, slaughtering our god and we will slaughter you so muslims they are killing muslims a mob comes and they kill muslim one young boy they have thrown out of the running train as they know that he is a muslim just 14 year boy so these things are happening since 2014 the new government came they are uh, they have a hindu mindset they want india to become hindu so these things are and then government uh, why i say organized intolerance because government is shut on these subjects they are not doing we need to pray for this india economy is uh, ship is sinking that is the ship the prime minister is up and 2016 uh, narendra modi prime minister at one night 8 november 2016 they announced that no more there will be uh, demonetization and uh, it started then many uh, 40 million people lost their job because companies closed and then they uh, they brought new taxes gst goods and service taxes and it has really broke uh, the backbone of economy small scale industries closed shut down and gdp has come down of india then 60.4% people are below poverty line not only poverty but they are below poverty line so these are all i am showing you these are the prayer points you can pray for these things i will keep this uh, powerpoints with you so you uh, our church can pray for that uh, farmer suicide so far uh, since 19 uh, 93 till now more than 300000 farmers have committed suicide the biggest number is from my state uh, which i come nitin and neha suresh we come from the state of maharashtra 60000 farmers have committed suicide uh, it means 10 suicides each day last year from the from district i come amravati the biggest number is 2000 and uh, 1068 it's it is in 2018 1068 people farmers committed suicide lord has given me one uh, beautiful plan to go into villages and take uh, seven chronicle uh, second chronicle 714 the verse says if my people humble themselves and call unto me and pray and leave their wicked ways i will hear from heaven forgive their sin and heal their land so this is what i am praying i hope that lord will help me because it is it's not easy to go to the hindu people and tell them bible verse and pray like this but i believe that at least if i go to 10 people few people will surely respond and we can really work on this so i request church please pray for this state organized intolerance mob lynching gauraksha gau gau means cow and they say cow protection we protect our uh, god cow so gauraksha jammu and kashmir uh, current situation is uh, uh, not good jai shri ram this is a slogan they uh, 
Hindu wants everyone to say in India. And then Dalits, Muslims and Christians they are targeting. Dalit, Christian and Muslims they are targeting. So we need your prayers for this. Uh, you can see the cow and other part you, are see, you can see people naked and one man is hitting them. This video became very viral in all over India. And th those are Dalits from Gujarat. They have beaten them very badly. Reasons of low literacy rate in India. 188 government run pub uh, primary schools in Central and North India. This is the survey, uh, not my government uh, survey. Someone has filed the RTI and they got this information. Uh, absence of school infrastructure. In some schools, there is no roof. Sc some schools, no toilets. So most of the schools, no drinking water, clean drink drinking water. And because of that, parents could not send their children to school because there is no toilet. So girls, they are not going to school. Then 59% schools, no drinking water. 89% no toilet. Discrimination of lower caste results in high school dropouts. So absolute poverty of no education. What happened? Can we just bring that? <laughs> yeah. This is my state, Maharashtra. And uh, what is that? Why is not coming? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, yeah. Here I am, and the Nagpur is there. So Neha is uh, and Pastor Suresh is from that area. So it's a big, big state. Thirty-six districts from Maharashtra, then three hundred fifty-three towns and forty-three thousand seven hundred villages. And this is my prayer that Lord before you come and before our eyes close we need to see Maharashtra reach for your kingdom it has been over 2000 years since Jesus came and gave the great commission still the task is not finished so Jesus has given us the great command great commission go into all the world and make disciples of all nations so let us finish the task Pray for India. Please spare some time to pray for India. Yeah. You can show next slide. <coughs> India needs your prayer. Brothers and sisters, I'm so thankful to all the Baptist missions. They have worked evangelical work in Maharashtra, in my district, Amravati, in a great uh, number. Now we have the pastors, most of the preachers and pastors, evangelists, uh, which you have supported, Baptists from US and all over the world has supported. This is uh, Rohi Ministries, Rays of Hope International Ministry. Uh, me and Pastor Suresh, we are working with. Uh, as uh, it's written in the Word of God, Acts 13 and 36, Word of God says, we'll, I would like to read the verse. It's written, for David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell on sleep. Some translations say, after David has served his own generation by the will of God, and then he died. I would like to encourage all of you that 
as david has served his own generation we are here to serve our generation as david was responsible for his generation we are responsible for our generation we sometimes people speak about past generation they have done these things that these wrong things they have done these things it will not help us we cannot do whatever the past has done but surely we can do something we can do great thing and the in the book of james it is written that the through the prayer of righteous a lot thing can happen so if righteous pray god will surely answer the prayer so as acts 13 and 36 says david served his generation we are here to serve our generation we are responsible for our, our generation and then galatians 1:15 and 16 i would like to read that verse galatians 1:15 and 16 this is the paul who says that but when it pleased god who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that i might preach him among the heathen and he said immediately i conferred not with the flesh and blood so paul here says that god has chosen us and it we are not here by accident right we are not here by accident it was god who planned everything we are in the perfect will of god it's written in the colossians that before the foundation of the earth he has chose you he has chosen you he has chosen me before the foundation of the earth and it's written that it pleased god so sometimes we think that god is not pleased with me sometimes we think that god is angry on me because of my past sins because of my past mistakes but let me tell you god is pleased with you god love you he loved you and he has forgiven all our sins he has taken all our sins transgressions all our mistakes he has taken and he is pleased with us he loves us amen, amen. he loves us sometimes god forgives us we need to forgive ourselves also we need to forgive ourselves we need to forgive our brothers and sisters and he said when it is it pleased god who separated me god has separated you and me from the world jesus said i have chosen you out of the world i have separated you i have you are set apart people and the word for set apart is holy you are holy my people you are set apart people for me and he said when it pleased god who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace there is no good in the flesh every good and perfect gift is from the above from the father so it is not our goodness it is not our forefathers goodness it is his goodness and then he separated us and he called us by grace we were not worthy we were not no one was worthy only he is the worthy and he called us by his grace for two reasons one he wants to reveal his son jesus christ in us he wants to reveal jesus why because it because it is his original plan bible says in genesis god made man in his own image and when man sinned man fall man lost god's image man lost the goodness man lost the love man lost the compassion man lost the humbleness man lost the weakness man lost the compassion and all the flesh we read in galatians 5 19 and 20 verse that the works of the flesh those came into man's life pride anger bitterness murder 
selfishness it all came into our lives and we lost the image of god and when philip asked jesus master you many times you speak about father show us the father and then jesus said one who has seen me has seen the father because me and father we are one so father wants to reveal his son in each one of us he has chosen you and me from our mother's womb he has and by his grace he has called us and he wants to reveal his number one thing he wants to reveal his son in us and second thing he, after knowing son of god most important work is evangelism work sharing gospel to other people i would like to tell you god is interested in our families luke 17 and 32 says jesus is speaking to his disciples he's telling the story and then the small verse remember lot's wife i was stuck when i read that why jesus quoted this remember why he is telling all that story that's not a good story lot's wife she has done nothing good why need, we need to remember lot's wife she was saved she was saved woman but god gave her some instruction when you go out of the city don't look back no turning back and she looked back and became the pillar of salt the story we read in uh, genesis 19 that angels two angels came to lot's house and they wanted lot to go and when we read the story lot is also lazy person he's also lazy he's not uh, quick he's not uh, ready to go immediately he says morning we will go and then he said stay back they are making hurry come on get up we are we want to god sent us to destroy the city and he said no but god is so gracious what i want to tell you that god is interested in our families god loves our families and then we read uh, the angels two men they told to uh, lord and the men said unto lord has thou here any besides son in law and thy sons and thy daughters and whosoever thou has in the city bring them out to this place out of this place see many times we do not think about our daughters and our sons and their son in laws and daughter in laws but god thinks this is my this is my testimony the day i got saved i started praying for all my relatives all my relatives i start every day i pray for them and i want to testify when i look back now most of them are saved most of them are saved 10 15% they are not believing but they heard gospel i shared them gospel god is interested in our families in our relatives whoever is connected to us god is interested so don't don't think like that oh they are they are not believing they they are destined for hell no god so loved the world he loved the world he loved your families your dear and near ones and angels asked him your sons daughters your son in laws because i believe that uh, lord when he uh, went to sodom his daughters have married unbelievers and then that's why god is in god is caring and interested for their salvation also then uh, genesis 26 uh, 1926 but his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt actually they lost the fellowship angels were holding hand and her heart was 
in her kitchen garden oh my garden at least i need to look once a last final bye bye god said no no bye bye and she was so tempted to look back once one mistake made her pillar of fire god god wants us to go ahead uh, do you know that india uh, we have a bullock cart uh, ox they go and it said that it does not have the reverse gear it cannot go back only go front and front hallelujah so joshua 6 and 23 we know the story of rehab she was a harlot no future her future was in dark but she knew the story what god has done for the egypt what god has done for the those two powerful kings on those days king of og and sihon she knew the story she she told josh uh, the two spies that we heard the stories how god has uh, done great things for us and we are our hearts are trembled when we hear those things and then uh, and the young men that were spies went in and brought out rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had and they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of israel praise the lord god has saved one one man god chooses one man through that one man god wants to save their whole all the relatives those who are connected i encourage this morning start praying for your relatives you may not have seen them since many years start praying for their salvation and i believe god will save them acts 1631 and the jailer asked what should i do to be saved and paul replied to them believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shall be saved and thy house praise the lord god wants to save our whole family this is my life story i was born in a christian family but i was not saved my dad he was a heavy alcoholic addict my granny she was a god fearing lady she loved lord she desired that i should become a pastor uh i was a naughty boy when i was young so they put me in a christian boarding school so that i will be disciplined but then after 2 years a very bad thing happened in my house my dad uh my mom she put a kerosene oil she burned herself and then my dad when he went to save her he was full drunk and they both burnt 100% and they died the 14th october almost 37 years passed now both my mom and dad they died and then it became compulsory for me to study in a christian boarding school my life was in sin at very small age i had bad habits in my life because there was no one to take care or show and then <clears throat> one day i i saw a dream that i am wearing robe having staff going some beautiful place i am leading some children some men to beautiful place and then i asked this question to one of my older brother and he said god is calling you for ministry after that i attended one youth meeting there i heard john 316 preacher is preaching from john 316 and which i knew from my childhood but that day i felt i am hearing this first time and that day i gave my life to jesus and i was crying repenting for my sins but after some time i my heart was filled with peace and uh, the same day i committed my life for ministry since then i am serving the lord after that i got my father's job uh, i graduated 
but i was not happy with that government job i resigned the job so all my relatives they become mad at me in india people give bribe to get the job uh, but i left the job <coughs> not knowing what i will eat tomorrow but uh, god took care of me i after that i married at the age of 26 and lord is uh, taking care of me my family my wife asmita she has done her masters in social work my son he is doing his um, uh, graduation final years and he is doing his english literature and also he is preparing for uh, higher studies for government exams and he is taking care of our children ministry uh, 2015 i came to us and lord has blessed my first trip after that uh, we have we baptized 61 people at one day um, these all are 61 people we me and my wife we baptized them recently we had before coming here we have baptized 40 people and uh, we were in fasting and prayer for 21 days not eating 21 days morning evening afternoon no eating only we had juice or uh, tea black tea something like that and what we do uh, in in the time of fasting uh, we take these new believers from 10 uh, commandments and each commandment we uh, make them uh, repent for their sins because it's written in the bible that god says whoever loves me whoever obeys me i will bless their thousand generations and those who uh, hate me i will uh, curse their fourth or fifth generation so many times we see uh, people believe in lord jesus they take baptism still their life is in problems sickness uh, evil position i i don't know you have seen or not people are demon possessed have you seen people demon possessed no in india in our church uh, many people they come they they have because they are generations they have done idol worship so according to bible we take them as they receive jesus as their personal savior they need to renounce the idols old gods old lords old their ways they need to renounce that lord i'm leaving this way and now i'm accepting you so uh, 40 people took baptism <coughs> uh, this uh, is my regular church where we gather we gather in a six locations in amravati this is the one people group i am working with vadar people group they are unreached unengaged uh, people group they were but now lord has started working in them they are hindu they work uh, their occupation is they break the stones and uh, they prepare the roads they dig the soil uh, very hard working people they are addicted to alcohol and uh, uh they are illiterate most of them are Ill- illiterate and uh, <coughs> they are in big number in maharashtra they are scattered in all over maharashtra they are from south india they speak telugu mixed language uh but their language does not have the script written script they do not have they are uh, just a oral language they only it's a spoken language Lord has opened a wide door in this community. Uh, 2015, first time one man came to me from this community, and we prayed for him. Lord has blessed him. After that, we had one medical camp in their community. 450 people came to that camp, and uh, that was a Good Friday day, and uh, <coughs> we invited special doctors, and we had 13 operations free. and people were so blessed through that i can see uh, need of children i saw many children around there and lord led me to start children ministry in that community so we started children hope center and we brought the hope to that community and now we have dubbed jesus film uh, you know that campus crusade work uh, as a jesus film so we have dubbed jesus film in that this community this language vadar language and we have translated 50 bible stories and 
we have started children hope center so far we have helped 600 children from that community now presently we have 175 plus children studying every day six days sunday we have holiday uh, so far we have planted five churches we have one ordained pastor and 200 believers in that community and then uh, 50 baptism in that community and now we are in process of translating new testament the language will be my mother tongue marathi but the words will be uh, vadara this is this is the children hope center we gather every day uh, for study this uh, recently lord has helped us to uh, start english medium school for this children these are few testimonies this lady she was addicted to alcohol 30 years and lord has delivered her from that and she committed her life she was from buddhi uh, buddhist uh, family the boy and his wife and the she is the mother mother in law they all took baptism they gave their life to jesus he was jailed uh, in charge of murder but lord has really uh, saved his life Uh, this lady she was demon possessed and the man he was a poor man but he still he uh, very he they do very hard work and uh, he took her to hospitals nothing changed then he took her to witch doctors nothing helped then some of their relative they brought her to church 10 uh, months passed and we started praying and you you know when we sometimes when we pray problems increase and we think i'm praying in lord why you're not answering why i'm not getting relief but the man he said i will die but i will not leave jesus christ and then god honored his faith and that lady she was perfectly okay lord healed that lady and now they both took baptism and now she is very good uh, there was a big uh, uh, wound um, on this man's leg and this boy shared gospel to him he was also buddhist and lord healed him completely now he is perfectly okay he also took baptism on the 2nd october uh, these are few pictures good friday we go to hospitals cancer hospital uh, heart hospital and then general hospital and then we go and share them gospel this is the that first camp from that community uh third gender you know transgender transgender or third gender we these are the unreached people in india uh, they do not get any job so they do either prostitution or either begging so lord led us to reach them out we shared them gospel on at christmas uh, she is the vadar girl she lost her father 3 years back he went out from home and never came back he was a mental but uh, her mother she took baptism she believe in jesus that lord will take care of us <coughs> this is a school we are renting we started this school uh, for these children this is a prison ministry we go to prison uh, please pray that there's a new dig is officer of all the jails of maharashtra he has announced that no ngo no christian ngo should go to jail but we need your prayers to that this ban should remove <coughs> uh this is one church one girl is healed from psoriasis doctors told that she will die but uh, her auntie she prayed to lord and lord healed that girl completely and in uh, this is a loni village and in the 100 uh, kilometers of area there is no christian church and uh, lord has done a miracle in that uh, village the girl is completely healed and they threw throw away all the idols and images and when we went to that village uh, we preached them gospel and now when we go uh, there's no enough place in the house because their houses are very small so they donated one land a piece of land uh, 1600 uh, square feet land so we can build uh, a small church so we need uh, this small church there these are the some um, challenges 
Hindu nationalism is increasing day by day in India. And they are keeping watch over Christian churches, ministries, NGOs, what we are doing. And the present government is BJP. They are fully Hindu mindset. And intolerance and uh, persecution, Christian persecution is increasing day by day. Finance condition is not good of India. So we need to pray for these things. In spite of persecution, uh, ministry is growing in India. Uh, we can know that. I baptized 40 people before I come here. So many people are working on that. So the church history, we know that as the persecution has increased, as the they persecuted church, ministry has grown. Church has grown. These are a few things. Okay. <coughs> I have uh, brochures with me so you all can pray. Uh, for that can you yeah uh, these are few requests uh, here one time meal is minimum ten dollars and we can take care of one child for one month whole one month for one child we can take care of uh, whole month and 120 dollars I can take care of one child whole year so these are the needs you can pray if Lord leads you to support the ministry you can just support then we need LCD projector uh, then we need a printer uh, then village church we need seven thousand dollars and then uh, Lord has led us to build a training center I shared to pastor that uh, uh, 275 Baptist churches have been closed the pastors they went back because no support so um, village, whole village turned to Buddhism and Hinduism. So Lord spoke to me, now we need to train such uh, evangelists and pastors that they will be self-supported. With Bible training, we need to give them some vocational training, uh, maybe electrician or plumber, something like that, and that they can be supported. So for that, we, are, uh, we need to buy a land. So we are praying for that. So please pray for that. We need some two bikes we are praying for. So please pray, I request pastors to please pray for these things. Thank you. Thank you for the wonderful time. God bless you. Can we just pray for that? Yes, we'll do that. So I wish we had more time because there's he went through some of that stuff pretty quickly. But um, I'll tell you what, the, uh, the persecution there is nothing like what it is here. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why the Christians are serious about serving God. And, uh, you know, what he mentioned as well is just that... Um, we talked about this for some time, but the whole idea of uh, one of the things that they do with these people who accept Christ as their Savior, some of them get saved, but they don't really get saved. They, they look at Jesus as just another one of the gods. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why they go through such a process with them before they'll let them get baptized. And, and I even mentioned that, um, you know, and, and, and boy, if we did this in America— um, but uh, before they're allowed to get baptized, they have to bring yeah. two other people to Christ. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have to renounce all of the other idols and all of the other gods. They fast and they pray before that to show that they're serious about being a Christian. Yeah. And I think that's one of the problems with Christianity. Everybody just, oh, I believe in Jesus and, you know, now I'm going to heaven and everything's good. But they haven't renounced any of those things, you know. And, uh, I mean, it's a lot more serious over there. We don't have all kinds of gods and idols and all of that kind of stuff, but... Um, you know, they, they want to make sure that they're serious and that they do understand what they're doing, you know. And if you're going to go out and bring other people to Jesus Christ, and that means, you know, you've, you've really accepted Christ for yourself, you know. Uh, and they have some tremendous, tremendous opportunities over there. What he was talking about with the Baptist church is that the government actually shut it down and, and, and would not renew their visas and all of that stuff. So 245, 275? Yeah. 275 Baptist missionaries were, were pushed out of the country. And when they left... Yeah, actually, uh, uh, 1984 and 85, government of India has sent all the missionaries, not only Baptist, Alliance and other missionaries also. But then the pastors, those who were serving there, they were supported by the missionaries. And when the missionaries left, pastors have no support. And then they went to work for their families. And people, no, no shepherd, then... Uh, 
sheep will be scattered. And so, yeah, so yeah. that's exactly what he's saying is that once those missionaries went back, they were no longer there to support the national pastors mm. who were there. Mm. And so these whole villages went back to Buddhism and everything else. Yeah. And uh, so his burden is to start this institute where they can train 30 students a year. Yeah. Uh, to to go out into these places and to reach these areas where there used to be churches and there's not anymore and they've gone back to Buddhism and everything else, which now that's a long time ago now and so many of them have never even heard the gospel at all. If you can train 30 people a year to, to go out and be self-supporting because they got their own you know vocation and they got a church and they're you know, uh, uh, winning souls in those areas, boy, it's a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. So one of the things, Josh, if you would put that thing back up there, one of the things that they're praying for with this uh, with this money, and they don't, they're not here to, to get support necessarily. They don't want us to support them like missionaries, but we can we can be a part of this and really help them with some of these one time expenses that I think would be a tremendous uh, uh, help to the ministry over there in reaching these young people who will then go out and become these pastors. And so uh, the the training center they've they've already found the land for it. Um, how many how many square feet is it? Yeah. It was like ten thousand square feet or something like that. Fourteen thousand, fourteen thousand square feet. He's got a he's got a little picture of it with a bunch of squares on it, and and uh, you know that we can help buy some of the squares basically, and that's what they're trying to do is raise the money. And I told him yesterday, look, God might support uh, might supply that need not necessarily by giving them the money, but by giving them the land. But this is the piece of property that they're praying that God would be able to use and. Uh, um, would be a tremendous help to be able to put an institute on there to be able to train these national pastors, these, these young men who can go out and take these churches and, and help them reach these areas. They're doing a tremendous, tremendous job over there with everything that they're doing. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about this. At the end of the next service, uh, we're going to take an offering up to help them with some of these expenses. All right. So you think about it, you pray about it for the, through the next service, and at the end of the service, we're going to do what we can to help them. All right. And uh, they, you know, they, India is, is, is um, for the most part, a pretty poor country when it comes to, you know, being able to, to, to supply these needs and things like that, you know. And, uh, but they're trusting that God would supply it for them. And, and God has supplied some tremendous things for them. Uh, but we want to help out where we can. Let's pray. Sure, yes. Yep, and so we'll, we're going to pray for, their, for them, for their ministry. And... Um, for them as they try to reach. Look, 1.4 billion people is really hard to comprehend. You know, I mean, you think about 1.4 billion. We have three. We have about 400 million in America. I mean, we think America's big, you know, with a lot of people. Imagine three or four times that amount. Uh, it's just an amazing, um, uh, you know, just a tremendous, tremendous thing that they're trying to do. But imagine what God could do with, you know, 10, 20 years worth of 30 people being trained every year and going on and taking these churches. You know, uh, you want to talk about uh, supporting missions. Uh, they're doing it, and and they have the knowledge, they have the ability to do it because they're you know it's their country. In the same way that we feel about America, they feel about India, and uh, and we can help them. So we're going to try to do that. But let's pray. We'll pray for the ministry there, and uh, and and that God would would uh, be able to supply these needs, and then also raise up more people that can that can send the gospel out there. Let's pray. Father, we love you again. We thank you so much. For how good you are to us, I thank you for these men and for so many other men that are in India that are doing the same work, God, that are, that are spreading the message of the gospel, that are standing up boldly for the cause of Christ. It's easy for us to do that here, and yet we don't even do it. It's hard over there because of the persecution that comes because, of, because the government is, is so anti-Christian. And 80% of Buddhism over there that they're fighting against constantly, God, and, and uh, we, we want more than just a little toehold in that country. We'd like to take the whole country for you. Same thing we'd like to see in America, but God, I pray that you would use them as they try to, to reach into these areas that are unreached, uh, to try to get to these cities and towns that have never even heard the gospel. That I pray that you'd help them as they try to translate the Bible into these yes, languages. Lord. I pray that you'd help them as they try to get the property and, and uh, send these young men out that can go out and, and do this work of, of, of an evangelist and, and, and uh, uh, see more people get saved, see more churches get started, God, and that you would just, just give that country... Uh, to God, and I pray that you would help help them as they do that. Pray that you'd supply their needs as well, God, and we'll thank you for what you do for us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So we just got a couple minutes, but we'll take a, a, a break for just a few minutes, and then we'll start the next service.
Children. 